Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Let's talk scarcity syndrome. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm going to speak directly and you're going to need to be open throughout this episode to see how this could be a crop worth weeding out in your life. Some of the things that have been shared with me by other dentists and see if any version of them have been thoughts of yours too are, if there are other practices nearby, mine won't succeed. There aren't enough patients to go around. Helping other dentists rise will slow down my growth. I will only contribute in the ways that I want to be contributed to, like paying money for marketing to get new patients, but not hopping on a call with another dentist to brainstorm some ideas for his hygiene department because mine's already humming, I'm busy, and by the way, what's in it for me? These types of thoughts are detrimental to your time efficiency, poisonous to your creativity, and stunting to your personal development. I've spent countless hours with incredibly talented dentists who have fallen into these mind traps where the focus becomes survival from a fictitious scarcity of patient flow and a self-created fear-driven energy of fending for themselves. And I just want you to ask yourself if you're fending for yourself and being an army of one, knocking others down, fearing change and competition, worrying about a shortage of patience and opportunities, deciding in advance that there won't be enough. Are any of these thoughts producing the kind of energy that you want? Are any of them impacting your personal or professional growth in a way that you want? And if you think they are, is it possible that there's a more lucrative form of the same benefit you're after? Because what's often fueling these cutthroat types of behavior is fear, usually involving an insecurity that you can create the level of and consistent success that you desire. So... As you're listening to this, comical and left field as it sounds, I want you to seriously consider where up till now you've been doing or not doing things that are driven by an energy of scarcity, driven by the false belief that there might not be enough, or you might not get some, or yours might run out. And this could be in reference to patient referrals, case acceptances, profit, time. If this is a struggle of yours, you know how it feels and where it shows up in your life. Why are you afraid of competition? Why aren't you sure of the value you bring to the dental community? Why, and this is a big one, why are you worrying about other doctors, whether they're specific people or just other dentists as a generic faceless group? Why aren't you maximizing your business and your talents? Think about the employee who seems to be on her phone every chance she gets and how she's, in a sense, stealing time from the business. Use that as your parallel whenever you let this scarcity syndrome into your brain, into your by far most valuable asset into your creative space and let it dwell there for what? So you can feel less able, less motivated, less focused on building and more focused on destroying somebody else's thing 
Guys, that isn't nutritious energy. It's chewing you up and spitting you out as a less energetic, less enthusiastic, less creative dentist because you're spinning your wheels on a concept you've bought into that isn't motivating you. Stop it. Create exactly what you want. I am 100% sure that if you truly want something, you'll figure out a way to have it. I know this to be true because it's exactly how I have the things that I want and it's exactly how I'll build the things that I want to have. And vacillating between creative energy and destructive energy costs time and creative space. When we look at this topic, this scarcity syndrome from a mind management and brain wiring perspective, it's enlightening. The brain is designed to avoid pain. And failure is, for most people, painful because of the thoughts that they have about failing and what they make failure mean about themselves. So the brain is scanning and seeking and acutely aware of the details in your situations. And when something pops up, like the prospect of another dentist practicing in the area, the brain registers that as a threat. And if you're not aware of what's happening, and if you're not onto your brain, you're going to follow the bunny trail of threat exterminating and safely, safely seeking thoughts. But what if you redirected it? What if you noticed the possibility of another dentist moving in a couple miles away from you? You notice that your brain offered you thoughts of scarcity, the shortage of possible patients in the area divided now by two or three or however many dentists there are. And you paused and you decided to take a 30,000 square foot view from what's happening. What if you could see yourself as the ambitious dentist that you are, determined to grow your practice and serve your community, and you watched yourself become uncomfortable with the knowledge that another dentist might be joining the party? And notice why that makes you uncomfortable. Notice the thoughts that you're having. Notice the worries. Notice the fears and question all of them. It's fine that they pop into your mind, but one thing I've learned as a strong and determined person is that my thoughts are so well articulated and I'm so strong-willed that when I come to a conclusion, it seems factual. I am sure of it, but I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. And as temporarily uncomfortable as it can be to consider being wrong about your thoughts or conclusions, it is far more painful to remain attached to an incorrect idea that we've decided is true. So if you notice that your brain is telling you that another doctor in the area is a threat to your ability to succeed, or that there aren't enough patients for you to generate the kind of wealth that you're wanting to, or that because your techniques are different, or your software is frustrating, or your panos too clunky, or whatever evidence your brain is finding that things aren't going to work out for you, redirect immediately. I see absolutely no benefit to you marinating in those types of thought processes. They aren't facts, first of all, they're fears, and they don't generate the kinds of feelings you need to stay focused on and rapidly heading towards your goals. So look at where you're at, decide where you want to go, and consider whether the obstacles in front of you could be incredible opportunities to grow and succeed rather than reasons that you will fail. And then this is the fun part. 
Figure out how all of it might be in your favor. The new dentist in town, is there something you can learn from him? Are you possible business partners or simply friendly neighbors with at least one obvious thing in common? How are there definitely enough patients in this world within your reach? And what do you need to do to reach more of them? What additional value can you bring to the warm bodies already in your practice? What can you do to improve the value you and your team bring? You are the CEO of your brain. It is under your direction at all times. Enforce your authority, especially when there are untamed thoughts telling you that there's a scarcity of the things you most desire because you may be completely wrong about that. That's all for today. Talk to you next time. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools, as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire. Mm -hmm.